You are listening to your new puppies podcast, starting you and your dog off on the right paw. Here's your host, Debbie Salento. Hello and welcome to episode 37 of Your New Puppies Podcast. I'm Debbie and today we're going to talk about the three different types of training you need to turn your puppy into a well-mannered dog. So usually when we talk about training your dog, we think about training a command like sit or you want them to come when called or you want them to have a sit and stay. Or maybe we don't even think about training until a bad behavior pops up and we need to correct it. And even though all of that is part of training your dog, it's a very tiny part of it. And I want you to start thinking about training your dog in a much bigger picture because I've seen it a hundred times where a dog knows all of its commands. They are the star pupil in obedience class, but When they go home, there's inappropriate chewing going on, or maybe they get overexcited when the doorbell rings, or as soon as the owner's back is turned, they're grabbing food off the counter. That's not the well-behaved dog we all want. So to get that well-rounded, well-mannered, well-behaved dog, you're going to need three different types of training. And by the end of this episode, you're going to realize that training starts from the day you bring your dog home, and it's going to happen every day throughout your dog's life. So the three types that I keep mentioning is going to be skills training, preventative training, and habit training. We're going to take a look at each of these. So let's start with the first one, skills training, because this is the one we all think of. You're going to teach your dog a specific behavior on command. It usually involves formal training sessions. So whether it's a class or, you know, it's five to 10 minute sessions throughout the day, you have to formally teach your dog something. So the most common example is going to be obedience training. So, you know, sit down, stay, come, leave it. The reason why this is the one we kind of grab onto is because it's very action oriented. I say you do something, your dog does it, and there's the feedback. You know, we can see that it's working. We can wrap our minds around it. And it is a very important training to do because sometimes we just need to tell our dogs what to do in any given moment. For example, I've talked about it before. You know, Mariah, if I'm sitting at my desk and I'm working and I'm just not paying attention to anything around me, she will sometimes come over and kind of climb into my lap and ask for a little bit of attention. And the vast majority of times, I'm happy to do it because it's when I'm sitting at my desk for way too long and I need a break. But every once in a while, it is not a good time. So I can say, Mariah, go lay down. And that's exactly what she does. I don't know if you just heard that, but she just moaned at me because she was sleeping and I said her name and woke her up. Anyway, we are also very vocal creatures. Like that's how we teach and that's how we learn and that's how we explain things to each other. Dogs are not, you know, they learn with their nose and then their eyes and then their ears. So this bridges the gap between 
these, these two species that are trying to live together. Plus, it gives you something to do with your dog. Even if you're not teaching them something functional, you know, tell, teaching them paw or play dead or spin in a circle, like it gives you an activity to do with your dog. You know, agility training, that's a form of skills training. If you're not going to compete, maybe it's not very functional, but it's just a fun activity to do and bond with your dog. That can be fun for both of you. So, okay, so that's the one we know. And it is important. It's just as important as the others. The next two are a little bit more subtle. And sometimes we don't even know we're doing it. But if we can be more intentional, more conscious about it, these types of training can be so much more powerful. So the next one is preventative training. And this was best said by our good friend Benjamin Franklin, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Preventative training is when we stop behaviors before they even start. Because I think we can all agree that not allowing a bad habit to start is much easier than breaking them for ourselves and for our dog. So this usually involves behaviors that are typical to dogs that don't fit in our world like barking and chewing and jumping and sleeping in our beds. So this is the training I focus on when it comes to puppies. I would rather never allow my puppy to jump up on me, never give them attention, never let it work for them, because then when they're full grown and 60 pounds and grandma comes over, hopefully they won't even think to do it. This is where the simple act of putting your shoes away is training your dog. You're going to prevent them from discovering how yummy they are or taking your dog for a walk to burn some energy before they figure out how to do it on their own in the form of inappropriate chewing or playing a little too rough and nipping the kids. Something I talk about all the time, socialization, probably the most important example of this. You know, we're going to expose our puppy to new things now when they're younger and their brains are still growing and they can absorb this information to prevent them having negative reactions to new things in their environment when they get older and their fear imprint kicks in. Okay, so the last one, habit training, is pretty much the exact opposite of preventative training. So instead of preventing bad habits... We are going to create everyday good habits. So in a way, habit training is our end goal. It's going to be the most subtle and inactive type of training. Because with skills training, our dog is going to do what we ask when we ask them to. Preventative training, our dog is not going to have bad behaviors, but then how do we get that dog that is well-behaved and just kind of knows how to live in our world? Like knows they're just not allowed on the couch, knows they're supposed to go to the bathroom outside, can be left alone without causing trouble. That is where the habit training comes into play. And a lot of the times we're going to use that skills training, preventative training to get there. Okay, so a few examples So you understand what I'm saying. Potty training. When we are potty training our dog, 
we are creating a habit. We are bringing them outside as much as we possibly can and preventing accidents from happening inside. So eventually our dogs tell us, I got to go bring me outside. And it just becomes an everyday behavior. It becomes a habit that they only go to the bathroom outside. Or when we're trying to teach appropriate chewing, our first step is to prevent inappropriate chewing by putting our shoes away. But when we reward them and play with them when they're chewing on their own toys, or when we drop the ball and they do get a hold of something they're not supposed to, which is inevitable, after we take away the inappropriate item, we give them one of their toys to say, this is the appropriate item to chew on. We do that enough when they're a puppy and they learn When I chew on my toys, it's a good thing. Nobody takes it away from me and they sometimes even play. And if you ask a dog, hey, why do you only pick up your toys? He'd be like, I don't know. And I always do. And good things happen. So that's what I do now. And that is our end goal. And none of these are more important than the other. In fact, they're all intertwined. They're all interrelated. And and sometimes we're going to be using all three at the same time. So you don't need to know what type of training you're doing. You don't need to be like, all right, this is skills training. This is habit training. This is potty training. This is all three. That's not the point here. The point is, is that training our dog is more than just some big active thing that we do with them. It's in our everyday interaction with our dogs, from picking up our shoes to bringing them outside for potty to teaching them how to sit. And just about everything you do with your puppy is important, which can help in those moments when we feel like we're spinning our wheels and not getting anything accomplished with them. When we know that picking up our shoes, closing the front door, or bringing them for a walk, even doing all those little things, we're being a good puppy parent because we are training our puppy. So that is all I have for you today. I will be speaking with you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to your new puppies podcast. Learn more about us at playtimepause.com. Hello, Debbie here. I just wanted to pop back in to let you know about my brand new four-week puppy course. So if you're thinking about getting a puppy, or maybe you already have one, this is my new four-week course where I go over all the stuff that you need to get through puppyhood. So it's a lot of stuff that I talk about on the podcast, but I go into greater detail, and throughout the course, you have direct access to me to answer all of your questions. And there's even an option for a one-on-one training video session with me throughout the course. So if you're interested, you can head over to playtimepause.com forward slash puppy, and I hope to see you over there. Bye for now.